Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Pharrell on the bench, coast to coast in the biggest way possible. Hanging out of bad seat, a broken data, bad apple with a bad attitude, hanging around a bunch of bad attitude, bad taste, bad lot, bad dude, bad breath, bad attention, bad vibes. We are live in the Pharrell Appalachian right across the river and through the woods from where Granny loves her 28% animal face hybrid. She's drinking shots of JMO in New York City. The Big Apple, ooh, people dressed in plastic bags, directing traffic, some kind of fashion, shake it up, should do me. All my friends are coming around, flat to flat the party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess, this town's a tatter, my brain's splattered all over Manhattan, should do me, shake it up. Hey, what's Jagan? I'm Pharrell with Carver High, Mafia, LTN running it from Kansas City. Mo, they got a big game this week in Miami, so all the guys in the newsroom in the truck in master control are wearing sunblock and banana hammocks i don't know what that's about but they're looking i mean carver i said he wouldn't even do the show today when he saw him in these tight skivvies i don't know what's happening there but it's disgusting see what happens with these chiefs fans uh kelly Ubre's birthday today 25 eric bledsoe 31 david akers former nfl kicker 46 todd van poppel remember him the pitcher 49 Peter Nedved, 49. Kurt Angle, my buddy from Pittsburgh, the wrestler, 52. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. The top six remain in the college football playoff poll. The rankings that matter. Who's going to get in the playoff? We'll talk about it. Gary Barta's talking about the number of games the teams play. Matters. We'll hear from him. Also, Ryan Day wants the Big Ten to change their championship game rules. They met today, and it looks like they're going to go Ohio State Northwestern. There's no way they're going to play Ohio State and Indiana again. Indiana and Purdue, that game has been canceled. We'll hear from Day. The Michigan ADs talking about Ohio State should be in the game and in the playoff. Iowa State jumped Cincinnati to number seven, Indiana. By the way, paused all football activities because of the COVID. Both teams have virus problems. That's why they canceled for the first time in 100 years. The old Ogan bucket. I went to IU. I still don't know what it is. Early look at uh, Saturday's games. We'll break it down for you. North Carolina, Miami's delicious. LSU, Florida, USC, UCLA, the big game. 
Alabama and Arkansas as well. Canes, cornerback Al Blades Jr. to miss remainder of the season with myocarditis. I'm just glad I got it out right. Boise State coach Brian Harson urges the school to leave the Mountain West. God forbid. Illinois hammers Duke last night. It was beautiful, wasn't it? Coach K on the beatdown. We'll hear from him. Iowa beats North Carolina. Luca Garz is just a grown man. They win by 13. We'll hear from Garza. Kansas beats Creighton in a good one. Cam Stewart with the beautiful in-game bet of Creighton plus six with the cover. Miami rallies from 20 down and beats Purdue 58-54, stealing the girlfriend. Virginia and Michigan State canceled because of the Hanta. Rutgers. Ronnie Harper Jr. going off last night to beat Cuse. Later in the show, we'll celebrate that win with Ariel Epstein, who went to Syracuse, and we'll rub it in. (laughs) The second time ever, Coach K, Roy Williams, Jim Bam, all lost on the same day. Coach K says, we're just plowing through this when asked about the COVID season. He's just watching his team get plowed through is what the reality is. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates to coast to coast, top to bottom, east to west. We're everywhere on Sports Grid Radio. Check out Sports Grid Radio overnights. Our YouTube page, search Sports Grid Radio. We're on My Year 1090 in San Diego and all of Southern California. And starting January 7th, Sports Grid Radio Network goes to satellite to Sirius XM channel 204. Get ready for the takeover. Cade Cunningham with 29 in the second half. For Oklahoma State, this kid's a badass. They beat Oral Roberts. Kansas State loses the division to Fort Hayes State. Facial. Tonight's games will break it down. Plus, Indiana, Florida State. Let's go Hoosiers. Maryland, Clemson, Pitt, Northwestern. Oklahoma and Xavier might be the game of the night. Reports say Harden wanted Ty Lue to be the Rockets coach. Nice stamp of approval for Steven Silas. We'll hear from him. Doc Rivers. LeBron AD will not play in the preseason opener. Are any stars going to play in preseason games? They don't matter. NBA coaching attire, masks are in. Jackets are optional now. The Rays owner down in Tampa, Mr. Sternberg, says the only option right now is to stay in Tampa and to split the season in Montreal starting in 2028. They're going to play in both cities, allegedly. Indians trying to deal Lindor. Mets, hello. I mean, hello. Vegas looking to shed salary and trade Max Pacioretty, Jonathan Marshall Show, or Mark Andre Fleury. The flower could be on the move. Weston McKinney, did you see his goal for Havenis in the Champions League? That was sickening, dude. Scissor kick going off. We'll talk violence with Mafia per usual in the 5 o'clock hour. And even ask him about the big fights this weekend in the UFC. Figueroa Farella also fighting Tony Ferguson on the card. We'll get into all that. Ravens beat the Cowboys last night. The Cowboys suck. John Harbaugh talks about the way Lamar looked. Lamar, the first to have 5,000 passing yards, 2,500 rushing yards in three seasons. Dez pulled with the Honta. We'll hear from McCarthy. Belichick getting ready for the Rams Thursday night. We'll hear from Tomlin getting ready for the uh, Steelers-Bills game. James Conner off the Honda list. We'll get into Bruce Arians on the show today. All the playoff pictures, odds to win the NFC and the AFC. You get all of that, plus Ariel on Coast to Coast. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, for all back on Coast to Coast, Carver High, we're going to start with college football today, I believe. Yeah, we'll start there, Scotty. Newest college football playoff poll comes out last night. The committee says top six, they stay the same, Scotty. Alabama number one. Notre Dame at number two, Clemson three, Ohio State stays at four, Texas A&M and Florida right behind them. One significant change, I guess you could say, Iowa State moving all the way up to number seven, jumping Cincinnati, but who cares because none of them are actually going to be in the playoff anyway. Let's start, Scotty, with, of course, uh, the chair of the committee, and that is the great uh, Iowa athletic director, Gary Barta. A lot of talk has been about the number of games that these teams are playing, and Mr. Barta says yes. That does factor into our decisions. Here he is on ESPN. Well, we've talked about it from day one, that the number of games was going to be critical. Uh, We were able to watch another game uh, that Ohio State played. That was important. Justin Fields uh, scores two running and passing, and uh, Lave gets gets involved. And uh, so so it was important that the committee see another game uh, by Ohio State, and, and they performed well. Look, I got to tell you one thing. Uh, I I know we're going to hear more from Barta about Ohio State, but I I was just thinking about this. The way A&M looked at Auburn when they were down in that game and the way they took the ball in the late stages of that game and ran it down Auburn's throat. I mean, they manhandled them up front. They just stepped all over their faces and they just humiliated them. And, you know, Auburn's tough. I don't care what anybody says. They're going to show up and bang with anybody. I don't believe, and I'm going to just flat out say it, Ohio State played one game the entire season. That's it. They played Indiana, and Indiana lost by seven to them. I'm starting to think, for me, uh, and I know they're going to put Northwestern and Ohio State in that game. I would love to see Northwestern beat Ohio State in that title game and let A&M play in the playoff because they're a better football team than Ohio State and they've got a better body of work and they've played the big games and more of them and they've gotten everyone except Alabama. What team in the country isn't going to lose to Alabama this year? I mean, they're all going to be dogs heavy to Alabama no matter who they play. But look what Indiana did to Ohio State. Look what A&M did with Alabama, but look what A&M did to everyone else. They destroyed them. 
I think A&M's a better football team. Ohio State's played five games. I think it's ridiculous the treatment that they're getting. And it's funny because they were the biggest whiners and crybabies from the beginning of the entire debauchery that was the Big Ten football season. When it canceled the season, who cried the most? Ohio State. Not only their coach, their AD, and their quarterback all well, we just can't even be treated this way because we're Ohio State. But they don't play anybody. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because of the COVID. Fair enough. But when they played one team that was solid, really good team, Indiana. Indiana took them to the woodshed, lost by seven in Columbus. I'm telling you, if they played them again with Penix, Indiana would beat them because I think they're a better football team. And I think A&M's a better football team. I think the playoff rankings suck. Yeah, no, I'm with you, Scotty. And let's be fair, this isn't going to happen because we're about to hear several audios of people pretty much saying they want Ohio State in any way they can do it. Ohio State's game is off this week. Texas A&M's game is off this week against Ole Miss, right? Why can't Texas A&M and Ohio State get together this Saturday? Why not, Scotty? BYU and Coastal did it last week, didn't they? Didn't BYU Coastal throw a game together in three days? You want to put the money on the table. You want to be in the playoffs so bad, you don't go call Texas A&M and see if they'll play you this Saturday. I know it's not going to happen. uh, The Big Ten is afraid of it because the Big Ten will lose all their money if they lose to them, so they're not going to allow it. But that's what I want to see. If those two schools can do it, why can't you two heavies go and get a game together in three days? But they won't. You want to know why? Let's hear from uh, the three blind mice here. We'll start with Gary Barta one more time. Here's him not wanting to answer at all why uh, the Ohio State question last night on broadcast on ESPN. Here's this guy, by the way. Screw this guy. (laughs) As an athletic director in the Big Ten, in your judgment, what's the right That's thing Reese to do with Ohio State since it can't play Michigan uh, going into this weekend, potentially in the Big Ten championship game? Well, yeah. with my CFP uh, chair hat on, uh, I haven't talked to any. I haven't talked to the commissioner. I haven't talked to any other ads, and so I'm going to wait. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to project what might happen, and just uh, just wait and see. So uh, they just voted it in. Uh, Ohio State's going to play Northwestern is basically what I think they're telling me in the Big Ten championship game. So they're doing everything they can to placate Ohio State. And it is unbelievable to me. It it all smells and stinks of corruption. Well, Ryan Day will get his wish then, Scotty. Here he was yesterday saying that the Big Ten absolutely should change their mind. We just found out that they did. Here's Ryan Day. I think it's one of those things that was put into place early on and, you know, decisions are made based on the information you have at the time. And then things change as we know, <laughs> our, cancel, our season that was on and then uh, it got changed to a, con- a conference only. And then it got changed to no season. And then we got changed to a season. So, I mean, there's been a lot of changes and I just think, you know, we have to take a hard look uh, periodically at all this stuff. And I think that this is one of those situations. And, um, you know, if, if, if we don't quite get the, the games we need to get into the championship game, then I think that needs to be looked at hard, just like anybody else in the conference. But there's no easy solution in times like this. So, you know, I know those guys are going to come together and, and take a hard look at it. I think Notre Dame's better. Uh, and how about they, they have Indiana actually ahead of Texas A&M for those national title odds. And, and Florida as well, Florida sandwiched between Notre Dame and Indiana, and then A&M's after Indiana, and then Northwestern, Cincy, and, and Iowa State. But uh, I, I just think the whole thing's ridiculous. It really is. 
Well, one more, and then we'll get off this because we know how much Michigan loves money. Uh, they have to pay Jim Harbaugh a lot of money. And here's athletic director Ward Manuel. He says, of course, Ohio State should be in the playoffs. Scotty, we need that Big Ten money in there. Here's Ward. I just want to make it clear. I think Ohio State is one of the top four teams in this country. Deserves the opportunity uh, in the conversation uh, For what? about uh, their success uh, this season. What success? Uh, and would be a great representative uh, to the college football playoff uh, if they are chosen. Uh, and so um, it is, you know, for me, that's where I stand. Uh, and I'm going to work with my colleagues in the Big Ten and Commissioner Warren. Okay, here's the deal. You're the same loser that's going to give Jim Harbaugh a new deal when all he does is lose. So I don't care what you say anymore at all either. You and that uh, Harbaugh, you should be sleeping together because uh, you're perfect for one another. Honestly, uh, that guy, I don't care what you think. Can you imagine this guy? Ohio State deserves it for their body of work. Whatever. What work? What work? They played one tough game the whole season. That was it. I mean, the rest of their oh, schedule right. was a joke. <laughs> Did you ever think, Scotty, you would see the day where Michigan, of all schools, would just be bowing down to Ohio State? They're great. Get them in the playoff. We need all that money. Bo is turning in his grave. (laughs) Bo Schembechler right now is face down. Uh, Another highlights from the great poll. Uh, We said Iowa State has two losses, but they jumped Cincinnati, who hasn't played a game in a few weeks. Uh, due to COVID issues. Uh, I don't think Iowa State should be anywhere near that. Uh, Let's take a look, Scotty, at uh, some games coming up this Saturday. An early look at some of the games here. And that includes the U. uh, The U playing Carolina, Scotty. Minus two and a half for the U right now. Florida, 23 and a half against LSU. USC and UCLA should be a good game in the Pac-12. Minus two and a half for the Trojans. Alabama's 31 and a half point favorite at Arkansas this Saturday. I think Miami's going to beat North Carolina down at Hard Rock. I think Florida is going to spank LSU. Uh, Although I think on the back end of that, I took LSU with the number. So I middled that. I like USC over UCLA by more than a touchdown. And I think uh, Alabama wins. But Arkansas will cover the fat 31-and-a-half. They've been surprisingly tough in the bigger games they've played. And in the weaker games they've played, they've been lame. Let's see if the Hogs can get in this game. Everybody else Alabama plays, they crush. Is anybody going to stick their toe in there? Hopefully Arkansas shows up and covers the wood. I can't wait. Let's go. I want to see Miami kick North Carolina's ass. How's that sound? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking? and want to know how to make it your career. Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. 
I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. All right, throwback on Coast to Coast on a midweeker. Where do you hurt? So, Carver High, I got to tell you, I have really enjoyed watching uh, Duke lose to Michigan State and then <laughs> Illinois. I bet on Illinois to beat Duke. And uh, what's more pleasing is listening to Shashevsky talk about how they should basically cancel the college basketball season because yes. of COVID. And I think it's because he realizes his team – for the first time in 25 years, is candy ass. And if they play any good team at all, they're going to lose. If they play a veteran team like Illinois, they're going to lose. They're going to play a tougher team physically than Michigan State, they're going to lose. It's just unbelievable. Duke is average, and he wants to quit. And you know what he's like? He's like the old man now, complaining about everything. The weather, the kids in the yard, the dinner, the TV shows. The politicians, the medicine, the sleep habits, the treatment. That's all. He sounds like just the old man, old man River. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Like he's crying because his team sucks is what I think. No, uh, we'll get to that in a moment uh, because that was some very interesting comments he had. First, let's get to last night because they got absolutely whacked. 83-68 to 68 at home by the Fighting Illini. Uh, let's listen to Coach K first, Scotty. Talk about the beatdown at the hands of Illinois. We got beat by uh, a team that's better than we are and older, uh, more mature, and uh, they kind of imposed their will on us. And and uh, we're you know we're we're just not we're not as good as they are, <laughs> and therefore you got to be really you got to be really smart. You got to hit shots. We're not there yet. You know, we're not there yet. We got a lot to learn. I got to tell you, uh, you know, I get it. Like, so I put up with this my entire life. My dad went to Duke and he never shut up. I mean, it just never ended the the Duke jabbing at me. And I went to Indiana. When I was there, they won a national championship. And I know Bob Knight taught uh, Mike Krzyzewski everything he knows. I think Krzyzewski took it to another level. Won five titles at Duke to Knight's three at Indiana. But no one can question his greatness, Krzyzewski, as a coach. This is the first time I can remember, literally, in over two decades, that his team is is soft. I mean, they're just not that good. And to see Kentucky uh, be not that good, and to see teams like Creighton be good, and to see all these other teams, Richmond, be good, uh, I think it's great for college basketball. I'm sick and tired of the same teams every year in college football and college basketball being good. The treatment they give Ohio State and then the nonsense of what they give to these high-powered schools with all the juice is a joke. What's great about college sports is Coastal Carolina, BYU, Cincinnati, and watching small teams 
uh, win in college basketball at Fort Hayes State. Bring it on. I don't, no mercy. Sweep the leg. I want to see more of it in football and basketball. I'm sick and tired of Duke. Screw everyone at Duke, too. I don't care what you think of me. I hated it my whole life. I'm sick and tired of hearing about it. Yes, what a shame to see Duke and Kentucky uh, so far down right now. Uh, This was the quote from Coach K about the season. We're just plowing through this when asked about uh, the COVID situation. There are games canceled every single day. I will say it seemed like, Scotty, he was one of the first guys a few weeks ago or a few months ago who did say, we have to play the NCAA tournament this year. I don't think he maybe necessarily meant in March. He's probably along the same lines as guys like Patino who said, let's move this thing back. But I know he wants a season, but he's also saying at the same time, you know, this is dicey. We're just kind of, you know, just going through this every day and whatever happens, happens and kids get sick, they get the COVID and we just sit around for two weeks and come back. I guess I kind of get what he's saying, but you're also right. The part where his team isn't that good kind of leaks into it a little bit. That's all there is to it. And then uh, the guy clamored for the tournament, got to have the tournament. I bet if they were uh, sitting with 13 losses, he'd still be begging to get a a tournament bid uh, when he knows that a team with 10 losses, like Indiana last year, 20 and 10, uh, there was, uh, they were on the, you know, bubble of getting in or not. Are you getting in or not? And uh, if Duke was in the same position, they would be begging, talking about their body of work and who they played and the heavyweights they played that they deserve to be in. They get the country club white privilege treatment like no other Duke, like no other. I mean, in college basketball, they roll out the red carpet for this team. It's unbelievable, this guy. And I think it's, you know what it is? Uh, he's getting older, and he's been there forever. And I'm telling you, he's turning into, you know, crusty Louie. <laughs> Another uh, big win last night in the big for the Big Ten against the ACC was Iowa, Scotty. Luca Garza had a huge night at Chapel Hill, 93-80. Uh, it was actually a home game in, in Iowa for them. Let's hear from Garza. Very special, Scotty, for him to beat North Carolina. Here he is. He's you know, it means the world too. to me, uh, to be quite honest with you. Uh, when I was growing up, uh, UNC was my dream school, um, and, and Tyler Hansborough was one of the guys that I watched every single day after school, and, and, and I loved to watch him play. So, you know, that that's you know that means the world for me, coming from him as well. And it was just, you know, an honor to be able to go out there and play against North Carolina and get a win. Um, I'm just so proud of our guys. You know, we battled. Um, you know, they have a great team. Uh, you know, they're very, you know, deep with all the bigs they have, and, and they're going to be tough in the ACC this year. Look, I got to tell you that this is a real obvious thing uh, for me of what makes him so special. And I've watched this kid play a lot of basketball, and it's his rebounding. Oh, my God, this guy is an absolute mauler on the glass. On the offensive end, he gets more putbacks and and ones than anyone in the country. He is a powerful, grown man. He should be playing in the NBA. He went back to play at Iowa one last season, but he's a, a grown man an NBA player playing high school kids. That's what it looks like on the boards and in the games. He can uh, be unstoppable, and if he doesn't have an unstoppable night, then he turns into a violent night where he gets all the rebounds and and buckets. A double-double, 16-14. If I had a double-double every night, 16-14, I wouldn't even wear underwear. Other games last night, good one. Kansas beat Creighton 73-72. to That was a fun game. Also in that ACC Big Ten Challenge. How about the U, Scotty? Down 20 against Purdue. They come back to beat them 58-54. The U, big win for them. Rutgers 
beat Syracuse 79-69. Here's a note for you, Scotty. Second time ever, Coach K, Roy Williams, Jim Beheim, all lost on the same day. What? A, how about Syracuse getting lit up by Rutgers at the rack? How about that, Scotty? So I used to a ball with this kid, Ronnie Harper uh, Jr. We used to see him, Mafia and I, a lot up at our gym, uh, balling out when he was playing at Bosco in, in high school. And um, this kid has turned into a wide body, man. He had a huge game last night against Cuse. He took that game over late, a two-on-one tranny break, and he went right in the guy's face, knee up to the chin, and one power right through him like Carl Malone. Uh, the guy's got game, and he's so much different than his father. His father was a guard, uh, could shoot from outside, sleek, slender, lighted up, run and gun. This kid is a complete, uh, you know, he's a freight train. He's got the wide hips, big ass, all bulk, big guns. He goes right to the block and, and produces. I love his game on the baseline, and I love his physicality and defense, too. Ronnie Harper Jr., watch him play at Rutgers. He's no joke. The rack, it would have been rocking last night, kicking Cuse's ass. Cade Cunningham with 29 second-half points for Oklahoma State. Uh, they beat Oral Roberts. Kansas State, Scotty, you mentioned it before. They lost last night to Division II Fort Hayes State. Who? Fort Hayes State, Scotty. And listen, you know what? You said it. That's college athletics. Those kids on Fort Hayes State, wherever that is, they're going to talk about that for the rest of their lives, the night that they beat big old Kansas State in a college basketball game. Good for That's those right. kids. And I'll tell you what, Not like to, when, you know, Loyola made the final four, all these things, whenever it happens, I mean, remember Sister Jean? I mean, people just roll oh. with this stuff like cinnamon. I How mean, it is absolutely, when, when a small school, it's no different than uh, Jimmy Chitwood at, at, uh, in Hoosiers. There's nothing better than the small school knocking off the heavies. There's nothing better in sports. Tonight, we have more Big Ten ACC challenge games for you, Scotty. We did lose one, unfortunately, probably the best one. Virginia best and Michigan one. State was supposed to be tonight. That game is now off. You do get Maryland and Clemson coming up here, minus two and a half for Clemson. That's actually a 5 p.m. Eastern start, getting started in about a half an hour. Indiana at Florida State, minus three and a half for the Seminoles. North, Northwestern, minus two and a half Ooh. against Pitt. And the Big East and the Big 12. Also go. There we go. I haven't heard that in a while. There it is. Indiana fight song. Oh, Indiana. Oh, Indiana. Indiana, we're all for you. Give me the Hoosiers. I'm going to roll with Clemson. I like Oklahoma to knock off Xavier tonight. And I like... Uh, that Pitt team to cover against Northwestern. Northwestern to win, Pitt to cover, and go to PharrellOnTheBench.com for all my college basketball plays all week long, literally, whatever. I mean, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I have been raking in college football and college basketball, raking money. I mean, the lawn guy came by to pick up the leaves, and he gave me the finger. He's like, just keep it. You got so much money, Pharrell, go. I'm not even going to take your leaves or your money. I'm like, go ahead, have a sandwich. Here's a beer. Have a doobie. What do you need? I got all the money because I'm hitting college winners left and right. 
Number two, Baylor also in action against Stephen F. Austin. I believe Wisconsin plays Rhode Island today, Scotty. Providence and TCU. So a really good night. Good Wednesday night of college hoops on a night where we finally have no NFL games. You have a pretty good night of uh, college basketball to look at. Yeah, I like uh, Baylor in a game. I like Washington to win Seattle to cover. I like BYU. I like UCLA. I like Washington State. Pepperdine over Cal Cal to cover. I like Missouri, but Liberty to cover the nine to hook. Give me Michigan and Richmond. Winners! SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Carver High, I got Wisconsin and Rhode Island rocking on the Big Ten Network right now. I'm surprised I'm not having an Ohio State special at halftime. <laughs> we like these early starts like we got so used to when sports oh, came back late summer right hockey. of all the afternoon hockey nba mlb like we had so much afternoon action oh. for those two or three months that we miss it now like we had games going on while we were doing coast to coast every single day and now college basketball has at least given us like a little bit of something back and if this nhl bubble idea uh, actually happens and they do play at one or two places, I'm sure we're going to get afternoon NHL games because they're going to have to space them out. We'll get to that in a so moment. What, so wait, Let's wait, start. wait, wait, wait. What's the deal uh, we'll get with to that? It. We'll like, get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Right, I got so NHL later this segment. We'll get to right. the NHL. Let's start with the right. NBA first. Uh, James Harden uh, finally showed up, Scotty, uh, at Rockets camp. Uh, he, has to pa- he has to pass like six coronavirus tests before he can go near anybody. Uh, reports say that he wanted Ty Lue to be the new head coach. Uh, I guess that means he did not want Steven Silas to be the head coach, but I think that Lou made the better choice. Uh, He decided to go be the Clipper coach. Uh, I cannot blame him for that. Let's hear from Steven Silas, Scotty. Uh, It sounds like he's just happy to actually have James Harden finally in the building. Here's Silas. Him being here shows a level of commitment to um, what we have going and what we have going forward. Obviously, it wasn't a um, great start to it, but that's the NBA. The the NBA isn't going to be roses every day, and there's going to be issues, and there's going to be things that you're going to have to work through. So as far as the trust is concerned, you know, I need to build the trust with everybody on the the team. So um, we'll we'll build that when he gets here. Yeah. Uh, Lies, all of them. Here's the deal. Uh, You started your new job uh, and have a migraine headache from the jump called James Harden. A, he doesn't want to be there at all. B, he doesn't even want you to be the coach. C, he touches the ball 99.9% of the time. He's like uh, Lysol, kills all the germs. No one else on the team matters. So you need to get up to speed with everyone on the team. You mean all the players that don't matter on your team? I mean, honestly, what a nightmare in Houston right now with James Harden. Primo club. You know he's in the primo club. Primo Donna. I mean, level of commitment. Steven, you know, it, he knows that if he doesn't show up, he doesn't get his check. It's the only reason why he's there right now. He wants, he wants to get there. paid. 
and he wants out of there, but he also can't sit at home because then he won't get his money. So he knows, I don't want to be here, but I also like money. So he's going to show up. There's no level of commitment. He's telling everybody who wants to listen that he wants no part of being there. We've heard the 76er talk. Uh, Doc Rivers, of course, the new head coach of the 76ers, Scotty, and he has no idea where all these rumors of James Harden are coming from, but it's not coming from that. It's got. Please. It's not coming from the 76ers, though, Scott. Doc wants to make sure that him and his players know that. This is not coming from us. Here's He's Doc got Rivers. no juice in Philly yet. With all these trade rumors swirling, yeah. um, like, how do you, like, I'm pretty sure some of your guys are like, hey, the last couple of days he said everything was great, and now all of a sudden we're hearing these trade rumors swirling. What do you say to them? Well, you're not hearing them from us. You know, so as long as you don't hear them from us, you should be very comfortable. Um, we like our team, man. Uh, I tell you, uh, I, that team I just watched out there is, is pretty special. Oh, uh, look, the fact that they're above the Raptors even, and like, look, I think the Hawks are loaded now. Uh, they're better. I think the Pacers play better basketball. I think Beal and Westbrook are better. I think the Magic uh, are right where the Sixers are, in my opinion. And here's the deal. What they should do, Daryl Morey, right now, today, tonight, on the phone, is trade Ben Simmons and whatever else they want for Harden. Because Harden with Embiid and and Dwight Howard, it'd be basically Lob City and Philadelphia, and I think that they would be way dangerous. Problem with Ben Simmons is he's an attacking player, goes to the 10, can finish at the 10, can dunk, can pass, high speed, great transition game, but has absolutely no other game. He can't shoot. Uh, he can't hit a three. He can't hit free throws. I mean, the bottom line is Harden does all of that, grade A plus, and Simmons is an F. So he does one thing, gets up and down and finishes at the 10. Send his ass to H-Town, and that'd be the end of it. Because that's what they want. They want Ben Simmons. NBA preseason games do get going in a few days. Don't expect, Scotty, to see LeBron James or Anthony Davis uh, at least play in the opener if they play in any games at all. They're just too tired uh, from that NBA Finals (laughs) run uh, to be able to play in any preseason games. I saw the Nets also. I saw Kevin Durant today say that he is – going to play in some preseason games. Him and the Nets have a plan. They want to get him into as good of NBA shape as possible. We know that Duran has not played in a very long time. And he says, also, Scotty, he's willing to play wherever they want him to play. They want to go small, put him at the four or five, whatever they're going to do. Uh, Durant's ready to go. So some positive news out of net camp, I guess you could say, Scotty. Look, I just like watching a guy play ball. Uh, and the funny thing is, is wherever he's been – I've hated him, and now that he's in New York, I just want to watch him ball, and I don't have a problem at all with the Nets. I'm more of a Nick guy, but I like them both, right? Like, I like balls, so the fact that he's going to ball every night on Yes here in New York is going to be fun to watch, and I just hope he stays healthy because he's a hell of a basketball player. I don't like anything he does uh, with the media. I think he's a D to the media. I think his interviews are the worst. I think he's just a waste of time. I don't want to hear the guy talk ever about anything with his whole chip on his shoulder. He hates everybody. Screw you, dude. But I love watching you play basketball. So how about we turn your mouth off? How about we turn your mic off and just watch you ball? Because these guys are like, I don't want to talk to the media. Well, we don't want to listen to you either, you whining bee. Just shut up. I just want to see you fill it up. I don't care what you do in your spare time, bruh. 
We saw NBA coaching attire be very lax during the bubble, Scotty. Uh, it looks like it'll kind of continue that way when the season gets going. Jackets not required, uh, but oh, no everybody more does have on to wear sports grid. No, no, no more jackets no, on sports no grid. Jacket. No more jackets. Now. It's coming on. Coming right now. It's coming you got to keep the jacket on. You got to keep the jacket on. But uh, Greg Popovich and company, they can leave the jacket off when the season starts in a couple of weeks, but make sure you keep those masks on. They make me wear uh, glasses I can't see out of, too, by the way. Uh, you I, know, don't I, wear I, your expensive glasses that you can see out of. Wear the ones you're Helen Keller in. So every day I wear but, glasses, I can't see a thing. I'm like this. I'm like the old guy walking in his place at night in the dark looking for the refrigerator to get a cold Bud Light cover eye. That's you walking in, in the dark. I can't see anything. I'm blind over here. I'm having trouble. <laughs> but you look good in those glasses, so you're going to be just fine. The glasses look good on you, just because you can't. It's more about looking good than actually yeah, seeing. Whatever. Like you here's don't need me to when see. you put up. You're just here's talking. me when you put up graphics. Here's me when you put up graphics. Here's me. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, we heard this story like a year ago, and it's come back. Uh, Ray's owner Stu Sternberg. Uh, says that the only option when the lease runs out Stewie. of Tropicana Field for the Rays is to split the season between Montreal and Tampa. We heard when that first story first came out that Tampa would never let him do it and the league would have a problem. I, I don't know. Like, he's still banging the drum for this thing. I don't know if I see it. I don't know if players would want to do it, but they're back to this splitting Montreal and Tampa, Scotty. I, I, I guess they think it's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. Morenci's going to move home and become the play-by-play <laughs> voice of the Montreal Rays and call it all from his hometown. Vancouver, you're the thing of the past. Toronto, I barely knew you. Go back to Montreal, well, Morenci. Take over the Rays. You, you have some play-by-play experience as well. So how about we get you down to Tampa and you can handle the Tampa half of the games and Morenci can do the Montreal half of the games. And then we have like a, a superstar sports grid play-by-play team for the Rays. We got Scotty in America, Morenci in Montreal and Canada. There you go. I just figured it all and out if, for you, Scotty. And if uh, <laughs> Morenci's sick of her, I can go up and do it in French. The Indians are ready to aggressively listen to offers on Francisco Lindor. So, Scotty, they haven't been listening to offers uh, normally, just normally the last few weeks. Now they're aggressively uh, ready to listen to offers. There's a difference in what they've been doing the past few weeks. So I guess maybe they'll find a deal now. Uh, hello, Steve Cohn here. Uh, I'm worth $14 billion. How much do you want for him? Okay. Uh, deal. Done. Mets. Lindor. Get it done. Carver High, you know it's true. Mafia's over there with a knife. He's like ready to eat a steak. Get him Francisco Lindor and Trevor Bauer, and then the Mets will be for real. The fact that they've taken three weeks to sign James McCann is embarrassing. It's flat out yes. embarrassing. He bragged about all the money he was going to spend. He hasn't spent a penny. Spend the money. Go get Lindor. Your infield sucks. And, and don't listen to Mafia when he tells you their infield's good or their team's good or their rotation's good. They have one good pitcher, and they have one home run hitter, and the rest of that team is a dry, gassy fart. <laughs> they are, uh, reports say they are, quote-unquote, close uh, to signing catcher James McCann and that they are also uh, in very heated talks with George Springer and or Trevor Bauer. So 
The Mets seem to be in the mix with everything, Scotty. We'll see uh, if they're actually going to be in that. Uh, let's get to some NHL here for you because a lot's gone on today. They have some divisions that uh, have been proposed that I saw about an hour ago. We've got uh, the season possibly starting on January 13th. Uh, there is a bubble concept that may be in play. They still don't know, Scotty, if they're going to do everybody goes to their home sites or if they are going to put all these teams in these one divisions in kind of mini bubbles. So it sounds like everything is still on the table for hockey. Would you like to hear uh, the divisions for you? Scotty? Yes. There's going to be an all, yes. all Canadian division. So, of course, all the teams in Canada are going to be in one spot. The East Coast kind of division, Boston, Buffalo, Devils, Islanders, Rangers, Penguins, Flyers, Capitals. So that's that's heavies. You talk about heavy, Scotty. You take already heavies with the Penguins, the Caps, Isles, Rangers, and then you throw Boston in the mix with all those teams. That's kind of crazy. Next one, Carolina, Columbus, Detroit, Chicago, Florida, Minnesota, Nashville, Tampa. So kind of like a Midwestern, Central kind of feel to those teams. And then finally out west, which is an absolutely stacked, Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, Dallas, L.A., San Jose, St. Louis, and Vegas. So I think, Scotty, the idea is going to be they want to just play these teams together in those divisions, limit the travel as much as possible if they're just going to play in the division or with a bubble. And at least hopefully, Scotty, from this news the last 24 hours, we're going to get it. I think we're going to get hockey back uh, starting on January 13th. So that's a good thing. Well, look, here's what I think. I think of all those divisions that you talked about, the worst one is the one where Tampa Bay will crush all those teams that suck yeah. in that middle division uh, that you're talking about. It's obvious to me the East and West are stacked, and I also think that Cam Stewart should be named the play-by-play voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs in the all-Canadian division, and then Morenci will do all the games out West, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary. He'll handle uh, BC with the Buds and Pharrell, Alberta, and then uh, Cam Stewart will handle the East Coast games and the middle in Ottawa. And remember, Ottawa's got great restaurants, great beer, and the kids skate to school in the morning. Chicks dig Pharrell. Check out. And finally in hockey, Vegas is looking to shed some salary. Allegedly, Scotty, there's talks that they're shopping Max Pacioretty, Jonathan Marchessault, the flower, Mark andre Fleury, trying to get a little salary out in Vegas right now. Some good players. Shank the whole team. Gonna trade all their best players. Good luck with that thinking. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, Carver. Hi. Yesterday, uh, I saw that uh, Juvie uh, win over uh, Barca in the Champions League, and I thought uh, Venice looked great. And Weston McKinney with that scissor kick, that was the best goal I've seen in a while in a big game. I didn't know that he was that great. What an absolutely brilliant play. Uh, where did this kid come from that he's such a badass? All we hear about is Pulisic and, and others. We don't And Rania, we don't hear about this kid. Yeah, you know, he, he's been playing in the German League before Aventus, Scotty. He was on Schalke uh, before Aventus signed him. Good player, but Schalke, of course, not one of the top teams 
in German football, but man, he's gotten a chance now on the big on the big stage to really shine, and he did it yesterday. What a goal by him! And listen, you you would think that the future of U.S. soccer is on the rise between him and Pulisic and some of these other players. You would think, Scotty, when this World Cup qualification cycle starts in the spring, that they are going to be able to take care of business with these young stars that USA Soccer has now getting it done in Europe. I hope so. Uh, right now, Inter, and uh, I just saw their tie with Shakhtar in the 90th minute or something like that, uh, in extra time. Liverpool advances PSG over Istanbul in a racial game yesterday that they stopped because of a racial incident. How about that? And then Atletico won today over Salzburg. Bayern uh, advanced. Madrid advanced. Uh, so that Milan Shakhtar game, done. Zeros. Uh, FC Porto advanced. So did Man City 3-zip over uh, Marseille. What happened with that racial game? Yeah, the players all uh, left the field yesterday. The official uh, made some kind of comment to one of the coaches uh, on the Istanbul team, and the players all heard it. And the players said, we're not having this. And they walked off. Um, nice job by the players. You know what the deal, Scotty. There's been a lot of the racing soccer going on for a long time. And the players have been taking a bigger stand with this. They did come back today to finish the game. And PSG put an absolute hurting on them after that. I know that uh, this kid on, on PSG, Neymar, wants to play with Messi. Uh, is there talk of Messi yeah. joining them in the summer? Uh, it's possible. I guess it could happen, but I think they both maybe show up in Man City, which would be pretty great. Soccer's still good, except none of it's on TV. Build digital first customer relationships with Salesforce Digital 360. Connect every marketing, commerce, and digital experience on a single platform. Innovate fast with easy to launch sites, campaigns, and apps. That's more relationships, more revenue, more return, and more success. Salesforce Digital 360. Hear from our customers at sfdc.co slash digital 360.